Hi, this is Dr. Bill Renner. I myself am board certified in internal medicine and radiology. I'm honored to moderate a series of podcasts focused on evidence-based wellness with Dr. Alan Safdie. Dr. Safdie is board certified in internal medicine and gastroenterology and a fellow of the American College of Gastroenterology. He has lectured around the world and was principal investigator in about 300 clinical studies and co-investigator in about 900 clinical studies. Dr. Saft and I continue to be actively involved in medical research. Today, I want to talk about protein. Alan, how much protein do you need? And is there any risk to taking too much protein? Bill, that's a good question because everybody in this day and age is talking about high protein diets. And, and you know, let's step back for a second and say, you know, what populations live the longest in the world? You know, the area of the blue zones, um, whether it be a Mediterranean diet, the Sardinians, whether it be Seventh-day Adventists who are vegetarians, whether it be the Okinawans, uh, the Costa Ricans, and these populations live a long time. And some of them have very common characteristics in that they, um, you know, take the Mediterranean diet, for instance, you know, at the base of their pyramid is fruits, vegetables, whole grains, not processed grains, olive oil, beans, nuts, legumes, you know, seeds, herbs, and spices. That's the base. And then you add a little bit of fish and seafood. At the very top are meats and sweets in their diet. And we know that the Mediterranean diet was associated with the reduced risk of death from heart disease, reduced risk of death from cancer, reduced incidence of Parkinson's, reduced risk of dementia via Alzheimer's disease. So, you know, we know about these things. Um, so a lot of us have to consider, you know, how much protein do we actually need and how do we, how do we get it? Um, there was a lecture I gave a few years back, I think about three years ago, and I titled it when I was giving it to students, Death by Bacon. Um, and, you know, looking at that and some of the data from that is it, people who consumed about one serving of red meat, beef, pork, or lamb per day had a 13% increased risk of mortality compared to those that didn't. And I want you to stay tuned for the next podcast because we're going to discuss why. Uh, we finally have an answer of why. Uh, the worst part of that, these studies were that processed meats raise the risk higher to about 20% increased risk of death and diseases such as heart disease and cancer. And one of the theories is that the iron in the meat works as a catalyst to turn nitrates that we put into these things um, into a particular kind uh, of carcinogen in the body. Grilling the meat may even make it worse, but these highly processed foods make it worse. And we understand that high-protein diet in middle age may increase risk for diabetes, cancer, and mortality, but we were perplexed to why. Um, you know, high-protein diet defined as an intake, you know, diet derived at least 20% of their calories from protein. Um, so, you know, that's a lot of calories from protein, but nowadays we see a lot of people consuming more than 20% of their calories from protein. You know, moderate amounts would be 10 to 19%, and then low-protein diet would be less than 10% in those patients. So we see people taking more and more protein. So Bill, how much protein do you think you should really take in? Oh, on grams a day, I would say um, 120 grams. Okay. Um, that's a lot of protein. That's a lot of protein. <laughs> Unless you've got a lot bigger since the last time I saw you. <laughs> and I doubt you take in that much. But you know, let's talk about it a little bit. You know, uh, all of us need protein. 
Uh, athletes consume it for they think for recovery, bodybuilders, bodybuilders down it to bulk up. Um, you know, all diets have a minimum protein requirement, but it isn't necessary to take in excessive amounts. Uh, protein's a large molecule that it plays a lot of critical roles virtually everywhere. People don't even know what the roles it plays it, but it plays roles in muscles, which we understand, but bones, skin, hair, inner organs itself and body tissues. Um, and it may help in regards to repairing cells and body tissue. So it, it plays a vital role in this and it helps in reproduction of hormones and antibodies and enzymes. So when you eat protein, your digestive system breaks down the protein and amino acids. So some people think, well, I'm going to consume collagen. It's going to be absorbed as collagen. No, when we eat proteins, it's broken down into amino acids. Uh, those amino acids are transported around the body to build muscle uh, and used for some of the other functions I mentioned above. And, you know, most of the time, Bill, you can synthesize the amino acids you need in your own body but there's nine essential amino acids that the body can't make on its own. And I'm not going to bore you and test you on all nine of those, but uh, name me just one. <laughs> uh, lysine. You got it. <laughs> so histidine, <laughs> lysine, methionine, valine, isoleucine, leucine, phenylalanine, and tryptophan are just some of those. Um, so popular, you know, the food sources we think of are meat, poultry, fish, eggs, you know, th those are common sources that we think of. Um, and there's a lot of plant-based sources that you can get. So the general protein requirements, the Institute of Medicine, who we look to a lot of times to help create these recommended daily allowance of protein is 0.8 grams for every kilogram of body weight. So say, you know, you're a hundred, you know, kilograms, which you're not, um, but that'll make it easy. That would be 80 grams of protein. Um, so to find, divide your weight in kilograms, either you can use your iPhone or your smartphone to figure it out, um, or you can divide your weight by 2.2, and that'll give you the number of kilograms. So like a 130-pound woman would aim for about 47 grams of protein per day. A 150-pound man might be 54 grams of protein today. Uh, so these are what we look at as a recommended daily allowance. Um, if you consume up to twice the RDA protein, this may be safe dependent upon how you get this protein. Um, and as you get older, you may need higher amounts of protein um, because you start to have muscle wasting. So the elderly may need more protein than what we typically recommend after age 30 people start to lose some of their muscle mass that can be prevented in a lot of respects and a lot of these podcasts we've given and we want people to preserve this muscle mass but um, every decade they may lose three percent of their muscle mass uh, which is kind of scary uh, so you know look at healthy individuals over 65 the, we look at one to 1.2 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight that's why i said that would be an excessive amount of protein for you if you're consuming that much um I think the American diet has a lot of protein in it sometimes. I mean, how much is a, uh, a Big Mac? I mean, that's, a, I mean, that's like, well, I think that's the most common thing that teenagers eat at uh, McDonald's, isn't it? Yeah, and what happens is that protein controls this insulin-like growth factor. Uh, and those levels dramatically decrease after age 65. And increasing the amount of protein, um, you may increase that insulin-like growth factor in patients. So, 
you know, some of these things have risk. Um, those who consume the most protein were four times more likely to die of cancer, especially if if it was animal-based proteins, not some plant-based proteins. Um, and we didn't know the answers to this, and I really want people to think back um, on the next podcast. And I want to give you what I think is some fascinating research we have into why. Um, but if we All right, let's stay, stay tuned then for the next podcast. And I'm really excited to hear about this. I guess the question is, what is the surprisingly smelly reason reason why eating less meat is related to healthier aging and that'll be discussed in our next podcast that's great so stay tuned for that because it is fascinating you know we understand that um it's very important to get appropriate proteins but maybe we should be changing how we get some of our protein intake if you like our podcast, uh, evidence-based podcast, please uh, like our channel and subscribe to it. Please tell your friends about it. Um, thank you for listening. Thanks, Bill. Have a good day.